0: Blog Talk Radio. It's december twelfth, twenty twenty one. Hello and welcome to Working for a Living Radio Show, where realists for change present opinions that matter. Tonight we're joined by co host Jeff Brown, I'm your moderator, Leroy McKnight. Please remember good leadership is never about power and control, but rather about the honor and the privilege of serving the members in the interest of the membership. Working for a Living is syndicated on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, Listen Now, Player FM, and you may also follow us on Twitter. There have been at least two tragedies in the recent days, the Oxford-Michigan school shooting and the horrific tornado and sister tornadoes that hit the heartland of the United States on Friday night. We pray for each and every person affected by this. Let us have a moment of silence as we revere. Well, let's see if Jeff is around yet. There he, is. there he is. Oh, he's got his hand way up in here. Bring him on. Hi, Jeff. How you doing?
1: I'm okay, Leroy. How are you?
0: Uh, not not so bad. It's been a, a busy weekend with uh, all the stuff that's going on, and uh, yes, it's uh, it's it's you know <laughs> in the in the previous stuff that was going on, you know, we're going to talk about some of that as we go through uh, the uh, show here, but maybe how to, you know, have a fresh or different look at maybe how to fix at least one of those tragedies. Uh, of course, we can't do anything about an act of God, huh? no.
1: anyhow, No, we um, can't do that. Yeah. Uh, well,
0: we had some invited guests, and I'm not sure uh, if they're going to be able to make it. They had another commitment come up, and, you know, as these emergencies occur, uh, things uh, seem to interrupt schedules and things like that. So we'll, we'll see if they can make it uh, any time later in the show or not. Um, that's, uh, that's an okay thing because uh, we understand the uh commitment on the ground, you know so um, and we have some of the information uh, for what they were going to report anyhow um, so uh having said that, uh we'll kind of uh, move on you got, well, first of all, do you have anything else, Jeff that you, you saw this week that was interesting to you
1: um not really, Leroy. Um, most of the stuff has been around for at least a couple of weeks here in the South Detroit area. Um, but we you know we had us uh, Starbucks voted in a union. Um, that was good. That was good news. Uh, Kellogg's is still on strike, and I believe. President Biden had some interaction with that yesterday. Um, yeah, he, yeah. So, um, it's,
0: what about it's the uh, Biden-Putin <laughs> What? Oh, sorry, it's Christmas time. Yeah, everybody's getting ready for them. Yeah,
1: it's, yeah, it's Christmas time, and a lot of crazy things are happening.
0: Right. Yeah. You know that, uh, Governor sure of kentucky uh who uh, was endorsed and uh supported strongly by the uaw in kentucky and we uh, were happy to see him get elected uh is doing a fine job there he's a nice man but he said you know we've had this pandemic we've had an ice storm and now we have this you know you know, arguably record tornado come through this the state, two hundred miles of the state. So he's, he's you know, he's uh having a moment down there, and I'll tell you. Uh they're they're doing a nice job down there. Everybody came together. snap snapped fast too. Uh they're not fooling around. Yep. So the federal government got down there, everything got down there like it needed to. Um we'll have some uh other things to say uh about that later on, but uh you know how how you might be able to help and where you might be able to donate uh and we've got some of that information uh so uh as we go on we'll try and wait for to see if these uh invited guests are able to make it because you know we don't want to be redundant to what they say so for now we'll we'll uh we'll cover that near the end of the show if they just simply can't can't make it they could and they're welcome to get on late, by the way, you know, because we had a time for them and, uh, that, uh, is, uh, uh always uh, a challenge, you know, to, uh, uh, when there's stuff on the ground there. So, but anyhow, um, uh, the, the Putin Biden thing, uh, you know, I, 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 I listened earlier today to a subcommittee chair of the House Intelligence Committee and he's over the um, Special Operations Subcommittee of House Intelligence. So uh, he is currently in Kiev, uh, Ukraine. That's the capital, K-I-E-V. Kiev is how it's pronounced. And uh, he's uh, um, over there with a small contingent from Congress and that's uh, um, interesting Uh, he didn't really say anything that's not already public information he relied on everything that he's there for is classified Uh, and you know uh, he didn't sound uh, real good about uh, what's going on over there Uh, so um we'll we'll see what jumps off uh and if anything jumps off. But I I I think we're pretty close to eminent to have something happen over there. Be my opinion, but that's just my opinion, so <coughs> doesn't look good. And they took Crimea in two thousand fourteen away from the Ukraine. Uh and there are um uh, some of you uh uh that are Uh, that weren't uh, around in 1989 when the breakup of the Soviet Union and that became Russia and all the satellite countries again when that occurred uh, Ukraine was a beneficiary of a a lot of highly desired desired, uh, things and they uh, remain there Uh, so I won't say what but uh, there's uh, a lot of attention going over there uh for a lot of reasons and uh that those little nuggets that I was uh referring to are part of that i imagine so uh let's all keep that in perspective and the, the people will do a lot uh to retain or get those okay. anyhow so that's that's my perspective on the week uh so um We have a couple of emails. We had a number of them, but they kind of boil down to uh, these uh, here. Uh, And so let's, uh, you want to jump into yours, Jeff? I think you have the first one.
1: Yeah. Okay. Comments and emails. Thank you, Working for a Living. How can we help? Name withheld. Uh, The state of Kentucky has set up a team. Western Relief Fund. That's Team Western Relief Fund for ease of navigating to that, the right sidebar of the working for a living has a page to find out, find that information. Uh, i right. taking that's on our uh, dot com page, on our
0: Facebook page.
1: Right. right.
0: right. Dot com. Dot, com. Yes. dot yeah, com. That's on the dot com. So, page. Yep.
1: Yeah, so if you, if you want to help out, uh just go to our page and check it out. They will gladly be yeah. able to uh help you with that. Yeah. I right. seen just earlier one of our mirror. local stations local stations said a house went over 300 miles and landed in another state. Uh, that was yeah. I seen that earlier. So. Right. Right. That's uh,
0: they actually in Georgia one time they had a tornado, a smaller, much smaller tornado, but they, they picked up a den of snakes and uh, dropped them later on in downtown of another city. <laughs> people <heard>, were <"What's>, like, <laughs> what's going on? Sna- snakes are falling out of the sky. So, yeah, so uh, it's, it's a little bit of levity and a very serious thing here. Uh, this uh, house has simply exploded with people and pets inside of them. And they're not going door to door. They're going from uh, rubble to rubble to see if anybody is alive and they're trying to find, you know, uh, and properly identify any remains. So this is a real real tough time for the people there, and we certainly appreciate the, the first responders. That, that name, again, is Team Kentucky Western Relief Fund. And again, like Jeff said, there's a. We've made a page on our .com uh, to help you navigate to that, so you don't have to get into all the Google craziness. Uh, just go there, and you can click on that image there. That it'll get you right to there, and and it's been up and running since last night late. So within 20, less than 24 hours, they had that up and running. Uh, so they're. Uh, and I think they've already received, according to his last update at 4 p.m. Eastern, uh, Governor Brashear, I think he said they uh, received like $100,000 already. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're looking for some help. And, you know, if we can, you know, facilitate it, even so much as a dollar, we're adding to the, the benefit of what's going on down there. Thank you, Jeff, for that. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: to the, the second uh, email that uh, in is rather interesting, uh, it says, uh, and it's long, imagine 13 unaffiliated members who don't even know each other, some who hate each other, and some with zero experience, all sitting on the UAW International Executive Board. The companies will now take even greater advantage of that and our once great UAW is effectively emasculated. Of course, with 25, if you don't like 25, just pick a number of candidates for every office splitting the vote, that's real unity, and the incumbent caucus with millions of dollars to contact the members and get out the vote, maybe nothing has changed. As taking that into account, the promoters have likely assured the incumbents remain in office. That was well thought out by the demagogues who caused this. It's critical thinking. Some have it and some don't. When this all comes down, be sure to point your fingers in the correct direction. That is directly at these demagogues. Name withheld, thank you for your comment. Um, May you live in interesting times was a statement, now a quote, that was originally intended as a curse. <laughs> and these are interesting times. And we somebody could say we almost cursed here. But, uh, let's just looking looking at it. So that comment was rather interesting that email that came in this a long. And yeah, Jeff, you want to take the definition?
1: Yeah, this week's definition is demagogue. It's a political leader who seeks support by appealing to the desires and prejudices of ordinary people, rather than by using rational argument. That's something I learned. Okay. That works for me. No
0: rational argument. Yeah. No rational yep. argument. Works for me. Yeah. 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 I, I understand. So uh, the next one uh, is uh, usually we have a quote, but I couldn't find a really good quote for this particular um, uh, uh, subject uh, of voter suppression. Uh Voter suppression attempts to reduce the number of voters who might vote against a candidate or proposition. And it can be effective if a significant number of voters are intimidated or disenfranchised. And that's the definition of voter suppression. Do you think anybody's been disenfranch- disenfranchised in the UAW, Jeff?
1: Well, I I think a lot of people have been, E'Roy. Right. Uh yeah. just from what I know on my own personal plants. Uh, that I worked at. Yep. Okay. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Um none of that going around.
0: Yeah. Uh, our, our sidekick is at a Christmas party. Uh, so we'll wait for him. He thinks he can get in later, so uh and we'll look for his hand as he may or may not be able to make it because it's uh he's become a uh, um, uh officer in one of the local service clubs, and they made him officer in charge of the kitchen. <laughs>
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> and some of the
0: stories are interesting. <laughs> so, uh, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> oh Lord, uh, union, union leader becomes kitchen kitchen coordinator, <laughs> trustee, kitchen trustee. <laughs> is the official title. There's a bunch of names that they're calling him, but he's calling himself too. Anyhow, he's a character and and uh we sure appreciate uh his uh, association and friendship so um, so uh Jeff, do you want to try and take on those two there that you have? I think you have some insight on that
1: yeah, I got a little bit LeRoy. i don't have a whole lot that the the public don't already know um, the Oxford shooting school shootings that happened two weeks ago, um, took the lives of four students at that high school. Um, both the uh, suspect and the parents of the suspect are being held uh, in a jail somewhere near near the school. Uh, Jeffrey Feiger, in case you haven't had heard, uh, He announced late last week that he is going to file two $100 million lawsuits against the schools, the officers of the schools, the counselors, and the teachers. Uh, My opinion, there's a lot of uh, blame to go everywhere, but I don't think I should put the blame on the teachers. They're the ones that actually did the jobs correctly. Um, so I just wish you would drop the teacher's case. Uh, it's a sad thing. You know, that have, nobody wants to learn that their kid may die at school. Um, I have a cousin who had, uh, had to go to her, her son's school to pick him up because there was a knifing at her, his school this week, she made a television news picture. So there are ways you can support the Oxford community. Um, Just look on our Facebook page. We'll put some stuff up for you. And uh, also the Oxford High School. They have things posted. As far as the Kellogg's right, it's going on for another month. They're asking not to buy Kellogg's products. They want to thank Generation Z for writing a program of denial of service to Kellogg's SCAV's work application page. Wasn't that where uh, Kellogg put up a hiring page and somebody Ruined it for them correct
0: correct that uh uh what they were able to do is write a program that randomly uh that uh, uh, puts in random information random names they just pick you know john, Jally, john James, john Sue, Fred, uh whoever you know i see and okay. uh and then they just keep on and the name and the address and you know, last name, all of that. And they put that random information in there and they just uh, and they use several, maybe several hundred IP addresses that are often cloaked. Um, and they do what's called a denial of service. And so that shuts that page down and then the page can't be open. Actually, the whole site is subject to be going down, but certainly the page. Uh, and uh, there's some screenshots around the uh, Facebook that show uh, that this site you know this page is not available uh, so that's uh you know it's an interesting uh, aspect to try and stop them from hiring scabs. Uh, I'm sure they'll mm-hmm. come up with a you know an alternative, you know but uh, that's that you know kudos to those younger generation Z people that uh, have uh, uh done that denial of service program on the Kellogg's uh, uh scab application page so thank thank you to everybody involved in that that's that's really good work and but that denial of service has been around for a long time uh this is the first time I think I've seen it used in uh this this manner uh and uh that's kind of cool <clears throat> um yeah very, very cool. regarded yeah yeah i'm you know um, so, and again, there, there are a number of memes out there on don't buy Kellogg's products. Just look at those and see which ones they are. There's probably 20, 25, uh, you know, names on there, you know, Pop-Tarts, obviously, the, you know, Kellogg's Cornflakes and Staple and all of that. And, you know, tell your neighbors, you know. Uh, you know, let everybody know you know we need to keep our jobs here and we need them to be really good jobs you know but the, the, they were they were arguing over three cents raise three cents three cents difference of a raise and I mean as much money as they're making these corporations now and buying back stock and all of that just this, this stuff's got to stop you know really I mean we I think Jeff posted since two thousand eight to current the minimum federal minimum wages. You correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff. Seven twenty five? Yep. Thirteen years. Yep. Yeah. And how and many how many executives have have been stagnant <laughs> at you know in their level? No, they're they're getting raises hand over fist, but you know, the working oh, poor yeah are not doing well. I mean, you know, and we're starting to see the violence. and some of it's just expressed in bullying in the schools because, you know, I mean, that comes from at home, folks. When when your kids are uh, not getting what they need, they go into school and see somebody that has it and they start acting out against them, okay? And, you know, a good job would resolve that. I can tell you on the corner from where this office is right here, Two 19-year-olds in the last 10 days have been murdered by gunfire. Something's got to change. And it starts at home. Okay? And we need homes with good jobs and good money in order to make that work. And nobody, nobody in leadership is helping us facilitate that. Far too many takeaways. Takeaways from the membership at large, active and retired, within our own union, let alone others. And then we have the government that's been, you know, just I mean, down downplaying that people ought to have a good good income. These are people making, you know, mid six figures. Oh, we you know. Part of you know, I mean, I go back. I digress a little bit with the the, the Cares Act. By the way, that was uh, the Cares Act that that uh, uh, President Trump signed in May of of uh, 2020. That was introduced to Congress as relief for a pandemic on January 23, 2019. Ten months before. Patient number one. So, who's kidding who here? But they gave six hundred dollars to everybody, and they thought that was, you know, enough to get them by. Little did they know, the seven dollar an hour, nine dollar people, nine bucks is forty times that's three sixty a week. So they nearly doubled their wages thinking that 600 was substantially less than what they were getting. You know, there's some just craziness going on. And that, you know, uh, because they have that mindset. And then they said, oh, they're not making that much. Let's let's cut it back for these poor people. Right? And that breeds what's going on at the Oxford School. The two 19-year-olds have been murdered by gunfire, 700 feet from this office and the gas station with bullet holes throughout all the windows in the front of it.
1: So, uh,
0: we got serious problems, folks. And there's a lot of folks out there just wanting the power. They don't want to fix nothing. Right? So, the uh, One of the things, you know, as a Band-Aid that I think we can do for school shootings, and nobody's talking about this. I listened to uh, uh, Congresswoman Slotkin town hall meeting on Thursday evening, and there's a lot of things being discussed, but, you know, when there's money attached to it, if you're – If you go and Google something, if you're looking for a a tan blanket, there will be tan blankets in your sidebar. The hell won't have it for the next two days. And that will happen within five minutes of you searching for it. Right? When there's money attached to it, they'll do that people will go and make that happen. When there's no money attached to it, nothing happens, right? And there's no money attached to the notion that we could put the same program algorithm into disturbed students, school shooters, and identify them well in advance. In every instance of these school shootings, they, maybe I stand corrected, but I believe that there was a reference in their uh, social media to their acting out. Had we had such a program uh, algorithm to catch that, then you haul them in, talk to them, and you just prevented four young people from dying in this instance and multiply that or add that to all the others here in the last 10 years or so. This is an outcropping of families not having enough money at home to subsist and children in that environment acting out against those who do in large measure because this young man who did have was being bullied by those who didn't. I submit. And then he acted out in retaliation. And here we are with a mess. We have a lot of work to do. And people need to wake up and get involved. So I don't see our that was thirty minutes in um and uh we'll just say for now that uh uh the of course the uh candle factory uh in Mayfield just exploded and they had a lot of death uh, uh, loss of life, and they had some that were able to get out, but they haven't on a live recovery, according to Governor Bashir since 3:30 p.m. yesterday afternoon, Saturday. Uh, so, and um, the uh, Amazon plant or warehouse in Edwardsville, I think it was, um, that just collapsed as well. And there weren't many people in there. There were 110 reported in the uh, candle factory and uh, the uh, folks at the uh, uh, candle factory didn't do as well as the uh, Amazon factory because there were just a few there and most of them got up. I understand. I'm not going to try and say how many uh, survived or not because I don't think the people on the ground know that yet. The tornado went on through Kentucky and got into the Bowling Green area. Bowling Green suffered, uh, Corvette plant suffered damage to their roof. Uh, they um, had uh, the, the roof tore off of their museum, from the Corvette Museum. You may already know some of this, but um, the, uh, I understand two people lost their entire house that were members at the Bowling Green facility. Okay. Uh, Our local union members there, two of them lost their house and uh, the people are just pouring in donations. So uh, if you want uh, a check direct to that local, uh, just look up the address on the Internet and um, just, you know, say relief on it or for the dis- disadvantaged members who lost their home, and they'll see to it that it gets to where it needs to go. Uh, I would make it out to, to the local union. Uh, yeah. you know, so uh, we have never, we've done that in the past, referred you to the local union to send your checks there, uh, especially with Oshawa up in Canada. Uh, and uh, what was the other, Cami plant, I'm sorry, the Cami plant up in in uh, Ontario, Canada, and they got some $8,000 uh, from the uh, donations there, and they really appreciated that. We uh, didn't take a penny. We just referred, referred to them, and we're doing that now, okay? Uh, so just send a check to the local, and that's best way we know at the moment. Uh, in addition to that, as you heard earlier, uh, the state of Kentucky has set up Kentucky, uh, Team Kentucky Western Relief Fund. Um, you can either Google it or, for your ease, just go to workingforliving.com, right sidebar. It says that, uh, Team Kentucky Western Relief Fund. Click on that, and then there's uh, an image there of the governor and uh, I think the general, somebody with him. I think the general's with him and uh, of the National Guard. And just click on that, and it takes you there. And it has many different uh, options to donate money there. So that, that kind of covers what, what they, they were going to say, I think. Um, Kentucky or the uh, Bowling Green plants down for a week. Uh, and they have the, uh, for any of you in Bowling Green that haven't heard yet, uh, that work there, uh, there are forms uh, and a package that they've made available on that Facebook page. And they're on our uh, Facebook page uh, as well. So anybody that doesn't have access to them, just get a hold of Jeff or myself, Jeff Brown or Leroy McKnight, and we'll see to it that you get that. (laughs) Um, That's about that report. And then we have uh, the... uh, uh, referendum vote we want to talk about Uh, success is being celebrated today as as we're speaking success Um, you heard that second email that we received and there were uh, with regard to Jeff's we had a number of those you know thank you working for a livings you know what what can we do and we've done you know those are posted on uh, you know all, all those links are posted all over the place for the the uh, relief funds so. Uh, but uh, getting back to the uh, uh, success here, uh, um, we well, you wonder if it's success. What's really going to happen? What's really going to happen? did anybody look to the future and see what it's going to look like, like that second email? Right? Or did they just use fear without rational discussion? I had a lady tell me, don't talk to me. The person told me all about their science. The second that I started to say, have you looked to the future and see what this looks like? They said, don't talk to me until after November 10th, I'm sorry, 14th. That was the deadline in the beginning. And then you had to have them received by the 27th of November. What we found interesting regarding the vote itself, let alone the outcomes. Let's just take a look at the vote and some political math that we applied to it. You'll like this. <clears throat> On November 10, 2021, it was announced, well, it was effective then, it was announced the next day, that there had been 170 ballots received. By the 10th, and on uh, Decemb- December 1, approximately 7:35 p.m. Eastern Time, they counted 143,044 total votes, and that was a difference from the ones received in early November on the 10th until the December 1st. The difference was 26,956. This difference was blamed upon returned undeliverable mail. Okay? 26,956 blamed on returned undeliverable mail. Now let's just take a look at some things that we know. In August, every member was sent a card to verify their address. It was due in early September. Additionally, any undeliverable mail ought to have been removed from the ballot mailing list because if it was undeliverable to the local, it it shouldn't be in the the mailing list for ballots. So that was a clean list then, supposed to be. Wouldn't want to have a non-member getting that mail by mistake and just simply voting, right? So that should have been a clean list when they made that global mailing list up. And that global mailing list has approximately 1,050,289 numbers as reported by the moderator by email to me. Uh, We're getting into some math now, so just bear with me. Political scientists will verify that approximately six percent of households move annually and my own political experience confirms that because when we make a mailing we if we ask for a return you know uh, um, uh, have it uh, returned for the only it gets returned to us and you pay a dollar apiece and we get about 6% of that mailing back. It actually, somebody put that on by mistake, actually cost us $6,000 at one point. Yeah. The same person that happens to be ahead of on unemployment today did that, by the way. Um, so uh, of the 6% that move annually, of our global mailing list, that's about 63,017. Of course, that's 5,200 and 51 monthly, and 10,502 for two months. I know those are a bunch of numbers, but that 10,002 for two months represents the period of time between early September when we had a clean, verified mailing list that did not, supposedly did not include any that had been returned undeliverable, okay? And uh, as I look at my envelope, it does not say that I can see do not forward. So if you had a address forwarding from your old address, you know, you, you would have this forwarded to you, okay? So it wouldn't have been undeliverable. But let's just go with the math, and for two months' time, for our membership, it should have been 10,502 undeliverable. In other words, people had moved, and they were undeliverable for two months. That's that's uh, you know, uh, out of the 63,017 for the whole year. In two months, again, would be ten five. Okay. Okay. As you recall, there were at least twenty-six thousand nine hundred and fifty-six plus that were reported undeliverable on uh, subsequent to the uh, uh, report of the November tenth receipts of one hundred seventy thousand. Now. Want to be clear? We received one hundred and seventy-three thousand, and we only voted one hundred forty-three, oh forty-four. Okay, a difference of twenty-six thousand change. We know political math says that number should only be ten thousand five oh two. Okay, so what about that difference? discrepancy of sixteen thousand five hundred and four hundred and fifty-three. 453 There's a discrepancy there. Plus the ones that were received after November 10. I actually voted after November 10 with a deadline of November 17. So there's, there's, you know, I mean, what I'm saying here is Six percent move annually 05 percent move every month okay so now you have you know that whole notion that we have up to ten thousand five hundred yet we have a discrepancy of sixteen thousand over that so um, you know I know that's some some high speed math for some folks but If you write down, go back and listen again and write down this, not these things, you know, we had 170, we voted 143, the difference is 26-something, and that, you know, of that, it should have only been 10,000 that became newly undeliverable because we had a clean list that we started with. The other question is, why did they come back to the ballot delivery? In other words, send them from address A, that way address A gets any on deliverables. This is supposed to be, by the way, this is supposed to be a certified election conductor. And they should have run into this problem in the past. This is some group that's a They do this professionally. They didn't, obviously, mail them from a different address. We'll call that A. And B is where they receive... Address B is where they would receive the ballot, right? They had them all going from the same address they were coming back to. So they got tainted mail. Should have been 10,000, but it was a difference, a, a, an overage of 16 and a half thousand, 16,453. It doesn't add up, folks. It doesn't add up. But they don't think we're smart enough to figure that out. So they just put it out there. This was undeliverable mail. 26,000 plus what they received after November 10th was undeliverable mail. And it should have only been at the max 10,502 based on political science that says approximately 6%, and it does vary a little bit over time. 6% annually move. Okay? Divide that by 12, and that's what you get per month. Add, you know, times it by two because it was a 60 60 day window from early September to November 10. Had a clean, clean list that they mailed they on September 14. Right? In November tenth they should have only had undeliverables of about ten thousand five hundred. And they should have come back to a different address, not the ballot address. Right? Who's smoking what and thinking we're we're doing the same thing, right? Yeah. So, you know, they think we're not smart enough. But who would benefit by, by voter suppression? Okay, let's just take it each method. Delegate convention method equals a lot of work. They've got to get their delegates elected in the plant, and then they've got to control them once they get to the convention. A lot of work, lots and lots of work. Okay. Direct ballot method. Little to no work. I spelled that wrong, by the way. <laughs> My fingers do just spelling sometimes. Uh, little to no work Word automatically corrects also. Uh, as, a, as they can just pay a PR firm to fashion a persuasive five mailing campaign, that's what it takes five positive contacts in order to get elected, right? And they do four of them to persuade them to vote for them and the fifth ones to get out the vote. But it costs one point two five million dollars to mail to our million fifty thousand membership list. Actives and retirees. That means the number they keep saying in the press, three hundred and ninety-seven active thousand active workers, three hundred and ninety-seven thousand. And subtract that from the ten million point fifty million fifty thousand and that means that there's six hundred and fifty thousand retirees of that by the way a lot of you general motors people thinking listening general motors is about four point five percent of the membership so everybody thinking they're going to be president financial secretary treasurer vice president regional director from general motors Rethink your position. The Detroit 3 is about 30% of the membership. And every casino worker looking at a $180,000 job, maybe has a little education, Dealing cards isn't exactly what his or her education is about, every one of the graduate assistants with some education from the University of California at their 20 campuses, Columbia University that we represent the graduate assistants, the county workers. The state workers that are represented in many states, especially Michigan, 16,000 state workers, just keep everything in perspective, and there's a national union that's the largest local with over 20,000. So, everybody keep that in mind. Now, you know, so... After you think about, you know that they are going to, you know, spend somebody, you know, it benefits somebody to high, just not do all that work anymore, and hire a PR firm, right? And they, as they hired a PR firm, they don't have to do any work. They just, you know, they fashion a the campaign PR firm, and all they have to do is spend the money. Six point two five million for five mailings, round that up to six and a half, six and a half million. Now, who do you know among the UAW membership that has $6.25 million, the cost of five mailings, other than the incumbent caucus caucus, that are willing to commit to such an election campaign? Because that's what's going to take to win. Let's just keep something else in perspective here, because we heard about voter suppression earlier. The incumbents, with all their money, did not make one mailing to the global mailing list. They put out one flyer, and they did put it on Facebook, and they're absolutely entitled to do that. As a caucus, like any other caucus, they can put out a flyer any time they want, and this one said defend the wheel. It didn't have keep delegate, didn't say vote direct ballot, didn't say nothing. Defend the wheel. Perhaps they simply wanted the direct ballot math method. And that's something for you to decide. Did the incumbent caucus actually want direct ballot method voting so that they didn't have to work and all they had to do was spend their money, right? We talked about it in the last show. $71 million on the LM2 loan to Corporation UBE, 61, UBG, 10 10 million. 61 million, 10 million adds up 71 interest on that money substantial even if they had to pay it back they still have plenty of money for the 6.25 million to pay so okay you're gonna have to decide did the incumbents really want one number one vote since they don't have to do any more work and they got plenty of money they just spend that and oh by the way they want it extend the term of office from four years to six years. So they would only have to spend that money every six years to get reelected instead of every four. So that reduces their costs. But there's there's a success celebration going on as we speak. You determine what success and who's going to benefit based on what we just said. Okay, Jeff, do you have any closing comments or comments on my report?
1: No, that was a good report, right? Um, people need to open their eyes a little bit wider. It's supposed to get real ugly. Um yeah.
0: Yeah. You talk about so, dividing the membership. You have 25 yeah. people running for all 13 offices, and you want to see division, and guess who wins in that mm-hmm. division? The incumbents, right? And the ones that yep. can persuade with five pieces of mailing direct to every single million point oh five member. Million, million 50,000. Okay? Right. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. That's an eye opener for everybody, right? So sure is who did Who really benefited by all that campaigning to support one number one vote? Who did that? Now, I want to remind everybody that our team made a presentation that is published. We did this in July. It's published on our webpage as a critical discussion about one number, one vote, 1M, one 1B. One it's interesting to listen to it because this, this was simply a roundtable discussion where all aspects were discussed Remember, there are people that told me, don't talk to me. After giving me their position, don't talk to me until after November 14th. I haven't, with one exception, since November 14th. Is that the same way they're going to operate in the future? Don't talk to me about your side. Was there a rational look? Was there a rational look at all of that? You know, it says ordinary people desires and prejudices of ordinary people, rather than by using rational argument. Did that just happen? And did we really only vote 143,000? The math says there are some inconsistencies. Right? Hope you listen tonight. Uh, Jeff, do you have anything
1: else? No, Leroy. Um, just if people can afford it, please reach out and help those who uh, have been through the t- tornadoes this weekend. Um, you know, think times are tough. Everybody's on edge. Uh, just do whatever you can. That's all we ask. That's all good. I got,
0: right. too. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you, Jeff. Yep. Uh, I I echo Jeff's uh, empathy for the those affected there, and and let's reach out and try and give them a little assistance. We've made it easy for you, as easy as we can make it, and you can just click on the link to be referred there, get it, you know over to their their page, because we're not collecting any money. We're just making it easy for you to. To get over there uh, but please you know give them you know uh, what you can uh, if you're able if you think it's worth I mean some people might not think it's it's worth but uh, let's hope everybody pulls together and, and gets I mean money down there they're talking about over a thousand homes that exploded don't even exist anymore I mean, sure, they have some insurance, but there's a whole lot of expenses going on. They don't even have anywhere to stay right now. Nothing. Yep. Even if they're alive. Even if they're alive. You know, So, but I want to remind everybody that uh, there will be a convention in July of 2022, a UAW Constitutional Convention. Uh, The elected officers of the international will not be elected at that convention but the convention will still occur and policies will be made at that convention. I'm going to urge you as you consider who to vote for for delegates to that convention, not to vote for anybody that's elected or appointed that comes out of Jeff Brown's mouth from years ago, don't vote for anybody who's elected or appointed as delegate to vote on the convention floor. They'll be cajoled, if they are, and probably threatened with being returned directly or indirectly, being returned to the horrible jobs that are on the plant floor these days and they'll vote the way they're told to vote. Somebody that is not beholding by and through elected or appointed office will vote their conscience. Don't vote for elected or appointed folk. They can still send a leadership. That's not a problem. You know, the president and chairman need to go. Local union can just pony up, and they can get him an a associate, uh, uh, so they can even go on the floor with that okay but they can't vote all right so with that said let's wrap it up Jeff thanks uh everybody for listening um thank you Jeff for being here tonight uh want to reach out to all of our team say thanks for all your support over the weeks you know I was pretty sick for a long long while this fall uh and uh it took, took a lot out of me, and I still, you know, I got atrophied, quite frankly, and a lot of my muscles, I'm having to rebuild them. Uh, as you sit uh, in, you know, a chair or laying down, and you're that sick, uh, and we don't think it was COVID, but it was pretty bad. It was one of the super viruses. So uh, I want to thank everybody that showed that support. I really do. That was uh, 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 wonderful to have that from friends and team members. Thank you very much. Uh, Let's wrap it up. Have a good night, folks. Stay safe. And uh, let's pray for everybody affected by the tragedies in our country. Good night. Good night, Joe.
1: Good Good night. Good night.